0: Welcome back to Unsolved South. I'm your host, Michelle. And I'm Maddie. And I hope everybody had a great week. My last two days have been weird, so I'm going to tell y'all all all about that at the end. And we had our trip to the mountains, so I'm going to tell y'all about that later, too. And um, our featured mystery is on the shorter side, so... I knew that, but I figure we had a lot to talk about. Yeah, you do. I just left it at one
1: story because usually I'd have done two with that. So, you ready to get started? Oh, yes, because I got a sneak peek of what happened um, the last couple of days for you, and I cannot wait to (laughs) laugh about it again.
0: (laughs) Okay, so today we're going to talk about the tragic murder of Natalie Ashley. Listen, I knew I was going to get that wrong, so y'all pretend I said it correctly. I spell it for you though. It's A T C H L E Y. Actually, that I'm trying to say it, but it's like my tongue gets tied or something. Yeah, it it doesn't flow. It ties my tongue in a knot when I try to say it, and then I think (laughs) I'm definitely wrong, but I'm not. I'm saying the right stuff. It's just not. It doesn't flow like I think it should. So. I just feel like it tongue ties me. Anyway, Natalie was raised in Livingston, Texas, but she had moved during her senior year to Odessa, Texas, and there she lived with her grandparents. She finished high school in Odessa, and then she enrolled in college, and she even moved into an apartment with a roommate, so it seemed like things were going pretty good for her. Yeah, I imagine something had to have been going wrong for her to move in her senior year. Mm -hmm. so it seemed like after that things were better though and i never did find out what um exactly was going on that made her move yeah but you know it it struck me as a touch odd. anyway she had decided to go back to livingston where she grew up to visit some friends and to attend some birthday parties that were going on and she was pretty excited about it so she called her best friend keisha myers Two weeks before her trip was planned, because she wanted to make sure Keisha was going to plan accordingly, so they could get together while she was in town. Mm-hmm. What? What? Why are you grinning at me like that?
1: I was listening to the
0: story. I Man, a sketch. I do not enjoy it.
1: Okay, sorry. I will not smile no more.
0: No, it's because you look at me creepy right?
1: like. <laughs> like I mean, it struck me as like humorous that you were like. So they could get together. It was humorous to me. Sorry.
0: Okay. I'm not sure why they just wanted to get together while she was in town. I don't know. Because she ain't seen her since she moved and she's been gone a while. So anyway, she calls Keisha like two weeks before a trip so they could make plans. Is that better?
1: I mean, <laughs> I'm just not going to give you any facial
0: reaction anymore. <laughs> You were just staring at me weird. I was
1: listening. I was
0: engaged. Probably because I'm not used to you being here while we're recording. (laughs) So that's probably what it is. Anyway, she wasn't able to get a hold of Keisha, and so she left a message with Keisha's grandma. And she said that she had something very important to tell Keisha. But Keisha was never able to find out what it was because she was never able to make contact with Natalie
1: oh, after that. Oh, man. Natasha. Sorry, I
0: said Natalie.
1: You should always let somebody know what's going on in your life. I feel like you should
0: <laughs> never call somebody and go, I got something to tell you, and not just go on and tell them. Yeah. It feels like that's a theme. You know, in a movie or a TV show, you know if somebody mm-hmm. says, I feel... I found something out or I've got news. That person's a hundred percent getting
1: murdered. One hundred percent.
0: So you can't do that. You have to be like, let me tell you what had happened was and just go on and tell them.
1: Always tell them, always tell somebody what's going on in your life.
0: So a little thing about Natasha was, um, she's a fun, loving, wild girl. She was a former cheerleader, pretty popular, always attracted a lot of attention everywhere she went. She was a free spirit who loved to party, and she was described as the type of person that was polarizing. You know what I mean? Like, either people loved her or they hated her. There was, like, not a lot of in-between on it. Like, she was either the best thing ever or i just cannot stand that heifer so unfortunately she apparently had run across the ladder on the night in on that night in may of 1992. so natasha i I keep saying it like that natasha natasha (laughs) Natasha, i had a lot of problems with her, her name it's crazy. It's not Natasha that hard of a name. Is not like it's a not a hard name. name. I know. I, for some reason, I want to say Natasha.
1: Natasha?
0: Yeah, I'm not in love with it. <laughs> Natasha. I guess it's better than when I changed it to Natalie a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm not sure what's wrong. <laughs> I told you i had a rough week. <laughs> okay, anyway. Natasha attended a party at a friend's house in Shepherd, Texas on the evening of May 2nd, 1992. She was expected at her mother's house the following morning, and when she didn't show up, her family reported her missing. About 10 a.m. that following morning, a man and his grandson were coming back from fishing and they stumbled across a smoldering Camaro on a dirt road. This dirt road was about a mile from the party that Natasha had attended the night before. Natasha actually... at I'm just going to leave it be. Yes, thank you. I'm going to point at you and you'll say the last name from okay. now on. She was just shy of her 20th birthday like by a week so one of these birthday parties could have in fact been hers. Aww. She was found in the hatchback of that Camaro burned to the bones.
1: Oh my goodness. Yes.
0: So it didn't take long for detectives to start looking into that party. They knew that Natalie had attended. Natasha had attended. What is wrong with me?
1: (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna leave them all in too. <sighs> you're so mean. <laughs> Whatever I'm doing with you.
0: Hey, um, take a shot
1: every time she yeah. says Natalie.
0: Every time I mess up the name. Y'all. Unless
1: you're driving, then don't do that, I guess. Yeah, because y'all gonna
0: be messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot get a name right today. <laughs> I got my own name right, so that's good.
1: Yeah, that sometimes was a plus. you don't get that right. I know.
0: <laughs> So anyway, it didn't take long for detectives to start looking into that party. And what they found out was that there were a ton of drugs and a butt ton of alcohol that was flowing that night. And that made things a little more complicated because of the reliability of any witnesses they, w- they would potentially talk to. They may not be reliable yeah, because they were drunk or high But that wasn't an issue because nobody was going to talk to them anyway. Right. And so um, they they tried, but everybody was like, "Mm, I don't know. I ain't got nothing to say. So what the cops did was they went and got search warrants, and they served search warrants on everybody at the party for their houses and cars.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: And so they went through. They searched everything. Um, they never found anything, though. But In all those people's houses? Yes, and cars.
1: Oh, my God. But they didn't they find funny?
0: anything. And um, I guess they kind of shook up some of the people, though, because they did all of a sudden come up with a witness that was willing to talk. And that witness said that they had seen two people assaulting Natasha that night at the party, that they had beat her up. Oh, my God. So, the police actually made an arrest based off of that. Mm-hmm. And then the witness said, uh, just kidding. I ain't not really see that. And so, they let the people go. Who they, were the
1: people, do we know?
0: We do not. Just that they had made two arrests based on that witness statement. And I guess they were never charged because the witness recanted. And was like... Well, did they question the two? Yes, but everybody that questioned was like, I'm not talking. So, it kind of is weird because it did say that it was a friend's party. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't feel like anybody at the party was really her friend. Yeah. You know, because I would... Even if I didn't know anything, I would be willing to talk i'd be willing to say you know listen i saw her walk in and then i talked to her for a second and then i went and got higher whatever and i didn't see her again yeah something yeah i wouldn't just be like "Mm, i ain't talking which is what it feels like most of them did and and that's
1: strange that is strange that's who your friends are man exactly
0: it almost puts me in mind have you ever heard that story i can't remember who it was or where it was so this may not be a great story but <laughs> it was about this guy who bullied like who was a bully in this town mm-hmm. and somebody in the town murdered him and the entire town was like mm, i ain't see nothing but uh like you sure it's not a song it may be a song, but I believe it's a true story that it actually happened, but he got like murdered in the street or something. And I want to say he got like shot a bunch of times or like maybe got beat up and shot and stabbed or something <laughs> like, it feels like he was murdered a lot. <laughs> and yeah. and then the police were like, well, what happened? It was the middle of the street and everybody was like, mm, I ain't seen nothing. I don't know what could have happened everybody like gave everybody alibis and all but he was like a town bully yeah and so you know he was like nobody liked him that not that nobody liked her but just that like it feels it like
1: feels like somebody
0: has to know something that happened but nobody's saying anything yeah and it feels like you're taking the murderer side in this so um the, having to release the people they arrested was pretty frustrating to everybody involved and the listen to this job title this dude needs like a um one of them things on his desk supply be like yeah like two foot long because this is his <laughs> job title San Juancito County Sheriff's Office chief deputy Tom Branch that's a lot He's now <laughs> retired But he had I don't worked do think it's
1: that much. <laughs> Do what? I don't think it's that much I think they would just put chief deputy One, on. two, three, four, five, six words They would probably just put his name Chief deputy on his name plaque They wouldn't put the whole county and stuff Why not? Because that would be a lot <laughs> So, you think
0: that, like, the sheriff of any, like, the sheriff of Richmond County, That's, you think it just says sheriff? Yes, I think it says his name and then sheriff. You don't even think they abbreviated Richmond County? I
1: mean, I don't know. I but he, his desk. I don't
0: even know who the sheriff is. Roundtree, we talk about him a lot, so you should know. Oh, he's the sheriff? Yeah, we've talked about him dropping the ball a lot. So. Yeah, he sucks. I know who he anyway. is. You should know. Well, I felt like it was a long job title. Anyway, so he's <laughs> now retired, but he worked on Natasha's case for 12 years. He believed that she was killed either at or near the party that night and then put in her car and driven down that dirt road where her car was set on fire. I feel like that's pretty logical because she didn't yeah. drive from the trunk. So yeah. But... I don't know why she would have been down that dirt road to get murdered there, but I guess it was close to the party too. It would have been, she could have met somebody. Maybe. And they could have done something to her. That would explain why nobody seemed to know anything because nobody was at the dirt road. I don't know. She could have been lured out. Somebody could have said, you know.
1: Let's go parking.
0: Yeah, let's go parking. And then their girlfriend was there and like ambushed her. It's a whole thing. It doesn't feel like... This might be sexist, but I don't feel like a woman would set
1: somebody on fire.
0: Uh, I, don't, I disagree. You do? I do
1: disagree. You think
0: that's a female thing?
1: I I think it is a group of females, yeah. Okay, well this may, may or may not change your
0: mind. Okay. The accelerant used was called drip gas. And... The only people that would have access to gas or know how to get it would be people that worked on or had knowledge of oil or gas wells. It's like a, I want to say side effect, <laughs> but that's not right. <laughs> it's like a byproduct, byproduct. Of, um, of the process. Okay. And so not everybody would have the knowledge it would take to have that or to have access to it.
1: And did they look into anyone who might have had access?
0: Yes, Yes, but it's a super common job in the area to work on those wells. Then everybody has access. Not everybody, but... um, Pretty much. I mean, I guess it still could have been... I mean, I guess it's not generally a job women do... Probably, especially in the '90s, but yeah. But I'm thinking these
1: are college girls. They probably were like, "My dad works at a oil thing, and he has some cans in the garage."
0: I I mean, that could be, but you would have to have planned that out. You think this wasn't planned? No, I I didn't think it was. You don't think it was planned? Well. My thing is that I don't know, like, okay, so she says I'm coming, but you don't really know that she's coming. For you to plan a whole murder on somebody that doesn't even live there anymore is weird.
1: Okay, so... she had not
0: been back in a while.
1: I know she was burned pretty bad, but was there any, like, any proof that maybe she was assaulted
0: okay so um earmuffs for the kids but when i say she was burned to the bones her entire body fit in a shoebox
1: oh my goodness
0: she was burned up oh wow so there was very little they could tell from what they got left just gotcha. that basically that she was in the back of the
1: camaro okay so what about this okay they had the party of course mm-hmm. and apparently nobody liked her at this party so they all collectively this is why nobody's talking collectively beat her and then it went too far and they killed her. So, then somebody has access to this stuff. So, they throw her in her Camaro. They drive it down the dirt road. They light it on fire. Then nobody talks because they're in a pact. Maybe. I know what you did last summer, you know? I feel like... She's somebody that, like, super
0: likes to have fun. And, um, you know, she's wild. She's a partier. Mm-hmm. But... like somebody had to have liked that you know somebody even if it's just some dude at the party was like she's fun you know what i'm saying like i don't i have a hard time believing everybody there i think and i don't think it would have been planned because it that's just like you're gonna risk your entire future For somebody that legitly doesn't even live in the area. She hadn't been back for years. And she, I mean, was leaving soon, you know? She was just there for a couple parties. And somebody had to have liked her. Why did she get invited to the party if not? So they could kill her? You think they invited her to kill her? So my theory on it was that some dude... Had got her to meet him down the dirt road. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, maybe that was going to make out or whatever. Maybe he said talk. And then, you know, maybe he forced himself and she started screaming and making a fuss. And he was like, I can't have this. And then he killed her. And then he, you know, he's in his pickup truck. He works at the the whales or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pulls out some drip gas he's got in the back of his pickup truck, throws it in there, and sets the car on fire.
1: Yeah, I guess. I guess I can see that.
0: My thing is, I feel like it, I don't, and I could be wrong, but I don't feel like the drip gas, even if you knew about it, I don't think in your mind it would be your go-to to start a fire.
1: Unless you knew it was going to burn her to the size of a shoebox.
0: Well, I mean, that, yeah. I don't know. I just think that's... I don't like I think just regular don't gas would have done that. But, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think that it would have been your go-to if you had premeditated this. I don't know if that would have been your go-to. i tell you what else was my other question.
1: Where's the friend at?
0: Well, no. The Keisha... Yeah. You know, Keisha did interviews on different um, shows and stuff that have covered this story. But I don't know where she was the night of the party, but uh, she was like she never made contact. And I think that's weird. You knew for two weeks she wasn't coming. She's like your best friend and all of this. Mm -hmm. Now, Keisha did have a kid. Mm -hmm. And so it's possible that she couldn't get a sitter or whatever. But... And it's possible that they intended to get together after. Yeah. You know, like the day after they could have been planning to have lunch or something. Mm. And Keisha just wasn't about that scene anymore because she had a kid. But I don't know. That is a good question. No, my curiosity was the dude and his grandson that were coming back from fishing. Did they not go the same route to go fishing? Because if they did, that would mean the car wasn't there when they went, but was there when they came back and was completely burned. Yeah. So, and I know that some people like to go fishing at night or early in the morning. But you would have seen a fire. Right. So that made me wonder, and it's at all possible they could have just taken another route. Yeah, but um, that was of interest to me because I could not find information on was that a determination in the
1: time period
0: of when this happened? Yeah, because the only thing I saw was that they believed it happened sometime that night or early in the morning, which I'm like, I mean, no shit.
1: when else could it
0: have happened it didn't happen the next day yeah
1: well i mean they could have taken an alternate route and then you know noticed all the smoke that was all around yeah and then like "Mm, let's go this way it's closer to the smoke let's Let's go see see what's what's on fire yeah people do get
0: nosy like that we did that one time there was a lot of smoke on the dirt road Mm -hmm. and uh and we just drove and then we would like turn down the dirt roads and all until we found the fire yeah and it was like a controlled burn that they were doing but you know we spent like an hour trying to find the fire (laughs) so people do do that yeah
1: it's very it's not uncommon
0: no so this case is being handled by the texas rangers what the Texas Rangers, like Walker, Texas
1: Ranger. Well, I was more like why.
0: I thought <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know what the Texas No, Rangers I was is. more like why. <laughs> I mean I love no. That doesn't seem weird. I thought it was interesting, though because I mean we haven't had that before. But I don't know, are the Texas Rangers like their state patrol, aren't they?
1: Oh, I thought they were more like uh, like woodsy cops. <laughs> <laughs> what? So like like when you're in like a like a like a national park or something.
0: Oh, so you thought they were like like four strangers. Yeah.
1: So woodsy I Woodsy used- Cops,
0: that's exactly uh. what I said. I used to watch Walker, Texas Ranger, and I don't recall him being a woodsy cop. But I guess it could have been. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I don't. That, that threw me off. Okay. Sorry. I'm not sure what they're the equivalent of, but, I mean, may, they might be their equivalent of, like, the GBI or whatever. Like.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: Because I don't know if I've ever heard of the Texas Bureau of Investigation. Maybe they're, they're just the Rangers. I don't know. I don't know about Woodsy. I thought um they were more like, I guess maybe rural. I don't know. I really do not know. Now we're just making stuff up because I just do not.
1: Okay, I just looked it up and the Texas Rangers are basically the Georgia Bureau of Investigation for Texas. So they conduct major violent crime uh conduct major viol- that doesn't make sense. Why would they conduct major violent crimes investigations?
0: Conduct major violent
1: crime investigations. They don't say investigations. Public corruption, cold case, and officer-involved shooting investigations. They were doing comma and
0: investigations to cover all of that. Got it. Okay. Instead of saying, like, violent
1: crime investigations, officer-involved investigations. Got it. And they oversee the department's border security and tactical crisis negotiation programs. Yeah. That sounds legit. All righty. Well, now we know. Now we know that they're not woodsy cops. There you go. <laughs> All right,
0: so let me tell y'all about our trip to the mountains. So, uh, do you want to do our social media stuff now, and then people can get off of here if they
1: don't want to hear us ron- drone on about our yeah? Stars. But you you want to hear it? It's pretty funny. <laughs> um, so you can follow us on Instagram at unsolved underscore south. You can. Just, uh, join our discussion group. We've had a lot of discussion lately. I'm so excited.
0: That one had me questioned. If I was worried about my dates. <laughs> but I was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you join our Facebook discussion group. At Unsolved South. And uh, like our Facebook page. And follow us. Yeah. And if you have anything that you want to send to us. In an email. Our email is Podcast At gmail.com. Awesome. We occasionally check that.
0: <laughs> and uh, if let me go ahead and do our sharing it with this week. Share us with someone who needs a vacation. Oh, that's me. There you go. You already know about us, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So last week we went to the mountains in the Smoky Mountains, and that was me and Billy and Zane and Kayla and Mel.
1: Yes, I. Right.
0: So, I wasn't um, invited. <laughs> no. Well, you go places all the time and don't invite I was me. Kidding. You went to the beach the other week
1: and didn't I visited me. my friends.
0: Whatever. I visited
1: the mountains.
0: The mountains are my friends.
1: Mountains are my friends too.
0: So, anyway, we rode a lot <laughs> and um we ate a lot and we um and we did a bunch of stuff It was actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We did um I'm going to brag on Kayla for a second because I know y'all heard me talk about Kayla is autistic. And I don't know if it's a part of that or if it's just who she is as a person, but she's like real scared of stuff. (laughs) Yes, she is. (laughs) And and so and she's one that she will not try anything. Mm -mm. unless you make her and so and i mean anything and like we had a huge fight one time because um she didn't want to go ice skating and all the kids were ice skating at a birthday party yeah and she didn't want to go do you remember that that Mm -hmm. i was like uh you gonna go out and ice skate and she was like i don't want to and she like threw this whole fit and i was like uh Okay. But you are. <laughs> she was like, And she was uh, like, I hate you. And I was like, okay, that's cool. You can hate me when you get back. But what you're going to do is strap on these skates, get your little granny scooter, and go on around the ice <laughs> rink. Because, you know, they got them little yeah. handle things. I think it's crates there. And you, like, hold on to the crates to keep from falling. And I made her go, man, after that, we had to drag her off the ice. She loved it but she did not want to do it. So I always will make her do something Mm -hmm. one time. And then if she doesn't want to do it again, she doesn't have to, but she has to try it. Yeah. You know, if it's obviously I'm not going to make her jump out of a plane or anything, but you know, just within reason, something the other kids are doing that I think she would have fun at. She will not do it if I don't make her. (laughs) So I'll make her. That's who I am y'all like i don't know what to tell you (laughs) it's gonna continue on she's like 26 she's like
1: a million years old she can go and get you know on the ice okay so well she wasn't at the
0: time but now she is so anyway so she does not like um she's scared of height she's scared of like um mascots she's like she doesn't like scary things like movies and stuff well one of the things we were doing was the wax museum and they have this haunted house type thing mm-hmm. in there it's zombie outbreak mm-hmm. and so and I had told her about it beforehand there was not a way for everybody to do it and her not do it yeah so um, I told her we were doing it and um that you know like it wasn't real and all of that. So anyway, it's the plan, but I'm like, is she going to do it or is she going to like throw a fit? But she's like, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So anyway, we go in, we go to the, um, to the wax museum. Mm-hmm. And, um, I love them because you get to pose with all the stuff. Like we do all the poses, like yeah. we're involved in everything. And so um we go and I'm taking pictures of everybody and they got props and like Melanie and Insane are over there. And they're like with their arms around the wax figures. They got their props. They're like all up on them. Kayla is like two body widths away from them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All
0: of them. i'm like some of my like legitimately you have to get closer because i cannot get you both in the frame yeah you have to get closer and so she is not getting close to them and so <laughs> i'm like i don't realize it i think at first i'm just like step closer i'm like she'll knock it over whatever
1: yeah
0: i don't realize it well we get up there and they got katie perry's mannequin in there uh-huh. and um I'm like, step closer. And she, like, takes a little baby step over. And I'm like, I cannot get y'all in the frame. You have to get in. the Because in the background, they've got, like, a whole background. So, you can take a picture. Yeah. It looks like you're somewhere. And so, um, I'm like, you got to get closer, closer. And she looks. And she looks at the mannequin. And she looks at me. And she says, no. Her nail is broken. <laughs> and... <laughs> and she just looks at me and then I realize she's concerned one of these mannequins is alive <laughs> and it's going to come after her and Katy Perry's nail being broke means she definitely has attacked someone before <laughs> <laughs> and so um I was like okay this makes more sense so she's super skittish and I'm like man this zombie thing is going to be fun <laughs> so so, let me pause this one second to tell you this thing that happened. Because I got this whole nother story. I probably won't tell it today. But every once in a while, I'll have a dream. Mm. And it's like a weirdly prophetic dream. Okay. Like, it doesn't happen exactly how I dream it. But something the next day will happen. And you can definitely match it up to what I dreamed about, yeah. right? So, um, the last time this happened was when um, when we went to, been with Jeremy and Melissa, and Melissa almost dreamt. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry tell, for another time. Yeah, I'll tell that story another time. <laughs> but in any case, that's the last time this happened. Well, the night before we went to the things, I dreamed that, this is a weird dream. I was, <laughs> I was gonna go in through it, it's weird. There was this guy, and I was just watching it. I wasn't involved. Oh. I was just watching it like a movie, and he was getting arrested. And it was this female cop was it, this is wondering is a female cop that was arresting. And he starts saying different words for boobs, and he was like just saying the different words. And I was like, what is he doing? Like, is he trying to fluster her? Was he just saying different <laughs> words? But he turned around and he was like, "I got it. Calammitities. and <laughs> And for some reason, it chuckled me. <laughs> yeah, And so um, I was like, it, I, I woke up laughing about it because, <laughs> because it was like calamities, but calamities. Yeah. And for some reason, it it really it, I don't know it hit my funny bone. I woke up laughing about it. <laughs> so the cop didn't think it was funny, by the way. And uh she was like, Are you joking? And he was like, Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> and then I had I had chuckled myself awake. Or maybe Billy Snoring woke me up, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so we go into this um this zombie outbreak thing, mm-hmm. right? And they take you in. It's a huge group. It would have been awesome if they'd had a smaller group because by the time the first half of the group got in, the scare had happened. The second half didn't really get a lot. Yeah. But we were in the second half, and I knew she was already going to be antsy, so... Plus, Melanie likes to talk a good game, but she ain't really about that uh, life either. no, not And at I'm all. not sure Zane's really about it. Like, I think I'm the only one that's really about that life. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, we go in. So, it wasn't like a major deal, but it would have been annoying if I'd have spent the money and, mm. you know, had actually wanted to get scared in there. But, um, otherwise, it was pretty well done. Anyway, so, we go in and she's holding my hand and at some point you know things shift around and everything i need to change hands and so i let go and i reach for my other hand but at that exact moment one of those slide down things happens where it's like a picture and then it drops down yes. and a zombie's there it was like a window it dropped down the zombie was there right she is behind me as she reaches up and grabs me around my chest, and she's got a hand on both my boobs, <laughs> and she's just running <laughs> through this thing, and she's like, <laughs> "Got my boobs," and um, and I'm like, "Oh, calamity, <laughs> so I was like. <laughs> So anyway, I peel her off and I'll swap hands. But then she's got both my hands behind my back like, I'm under arrest. And I'm like, <laughs> under arrest, clam titties, here we are. So we finished the thing like that. But I was like, she was pretty brave. She didn't really, I mean, Melanie probably screamed more than she did. Yeah. And so at one point, I screamed and jumped. <laughs> this guy came out of nowhere. I did not see him. But it was pretty well done anyway. We go in, we do the shooting game after that. It's like a 5D shooting game where they score your points. Yeah, um, we go do that, that was fun. We went to the um, the dinner theater that was like the Hatfields and McCoys, and they're like feuding and everything. Well, when they let you in, everybody's got super over the top accents, right? Mm. And um, and the guy's like, Y'all have a good day now. And I was like, I was just like, thank you. And then when I heard it, I was like, oh, that sounded like I was making fun. But I wasn't making, it was like legitimately my accent. (laughs) But I wasn't making fun. But then I was like, I wonder if that guy thinks I was making fun. Because I wasn't. Anyway, so, but everybody you talk to had like these over-the-top accents. So, um, I couldn't decide. Some of them I was like y'all are ridiculous, and some of them I was like mm, that could be true. So, but it was fun. Um, then we went. So, also something else happened. When we stopped at a restaurant on the way up there, mm-hmm. we got food and then Kayla had got all our condiments and then she got too many. So mostly salt and pepper and some hot sauce. And I was like, just stick it in your purse because you know how she is with salt and pepper. Yeah. She's ridiculous. Anyway, so she sticks it in her purse. So then later on that night, we after we check into the hotel, we're like eating and there's like not a waiter to be seen and you're at a picnic table that's not like an indoor restaurant. Yeah. And so, Billy's like, I sure would like some salt and pepper and stuff. And so, here comes Kayla out of her purse with her condiments. And so, I started calling her condiment Kayla. And so, every time we went to eat, here she come with her purse full of condiments, just whipping it out, right? <laughs> but now, she's starting to add to it stuff that you're like, where did that even come from? Like vinegar? What? And, um <laughs> She's got ketchup and mustard now. Like bottles col- like, now? No, like packets, but and like when I say she had, like I mean like a lot. Like she has enough <laughs> for us all of everything. She she's got like napkins. She's got I'm like, dang Connor Michaela. <laughs> so, <laughs> but she every meal, she like whipping it out. She's like, What y'all need? And she's like throwing it out on the table like <laughs> Where are you even getting this stuff? (laughs) That's not what we came for. Anyway, so then we went to one of the lookouts. And if you've never been, the way it is, is like you pull into the parking lot and then there's like a curb. You step up, there's a sidewalk. And then there's probably six to ten foot of grass on the opposite side of a normal size sidewalk. Mm -hmm. before like the edge of the mountain yeah but there's not a guardrail or a fence or anything legit you could just fall off the mountain if you got close enough Mm -hmm. and you know the only thing really keeping you from falling off the mountain is if your mama's like zane get away from the edge before you i swear and i bought tickets to go to this dinner theater I will beat your ass if you fall off this mountain. <laughs> so that's the only thing to keep you from falling off. So we're like going to take a picture and Kayla will not step up on this curve. Now, mind you, you're good 10 to 13 foot from the edge yeah. of the mountain. You're not close. <laughs> like if you fail and then did a flip and then did a cartwheel, you still would not be off the mountain. <laughs> She will not get up on this cart. So, immediately, I recognize the humor in this. And so, I start videoing while somebody else is picturing. Yeah. I'm videoing. And Billy's, like, trying to get her up there where well, he plays too much. And so, you know, he's like, you scared him? I'm going to throw you out the mouth. I'm like, I swear to God, if you try to scare her, I'm going to punch you in the throat. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Nobody scares her. So anyway, we finally get her like barely, like her foot is hanging off the edge of this curb to the parking lot. She is not about this life. So i take the picture and, um, or somebody took the picture, I don't even know <laughs> So anyway, they pose and everything. So I'm like, now I'm gonna get a picture. And so I'm like dragging her up. She's like on top of me, like, I'm like, stand here. And so um, I'm like trying to arrange her. But she's facing the wrong direction. So when I say (laughs) turn around, I guess because she's scared, turn around doesn't mean like spin in place like it does from, she literally had to walk in a circle. get around when billy's videotaping at this point and then he's like i can't even use my video now because you used the f-bomb and i can't put it on facebook (laughs) because as she's making this turn and she's terrified she's shaking she's like she's up on the the sidewalk yeah but she is not loving it no and so she's like shaking and everything and then Melanie walks in front of her and stands. Like she had to make a whole circle. She couldn't even turn in place. And you felt like your best option was to walk in front of her and stand. And I was like, get the F out of the way, Melanie. And uh and then he was like, No, I can't even use my video. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do. anybody that knows you should know I will say an F-bomb. So uh, yeah. I don't know what to tell you about that. <laughs> yeah, you will. So we did that, but by the end, she was stepping up on the curb. She even went off to the grass by one of the signs imposed without having to be forced. So, she made leaps and strides. And she also rode the mountain roller coaster. Yeah, whizzling She didn't want to go again, but she rode it the first time. And then she, um, they had them giant balls. They're zorbs, I think is what they're called. And it's like a ball inside a ball, mm-hmm. and then they put water in it. And all three of them did that. And I was like, you just got to do it once because you have to buy your rolls. And I just bought like 10 rolls. And I figured Zane would use them if the other two didn't want to. And so I was like, you've got one you have to do. But after that, if you want to, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. And so she rolled. And then she was like, it was fun. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and so she
0: was back up rolling on her own. So she had a lot of fun. Melanie tried to quit with her little weenie ass. But uh we shamed her into it. We were like, we were just betting on who would be the first one to quit and your mama said it was you <laughs> <laughs> Which I did. I was like, Kayla ain't gonna be the first one to quit, Melanie will. And so, um and then she was like, Well, I, I wasn't quitting, I was just saying it was cold, which it was. It was cold Yeah and, uh, I wouldn't want to And know. they filled it with water But the water was warm It was like body temperature warm And then they rolled you down the hill mm. But they really liked it though It was fun That sounds like fun So And then we were running through the mountains This was weird Let will tell you what happened Okay So, we're riding out through the mountains. And you know how them roads are. It's just like two lanes, one going, one coming. It's a mountain on one side and then like usually a creek or Mm -hmm. or a drop off on the other side. So, we're driving along and there's a creek and, you know, it's staying on this side. And then there's like a bridge, like a little walk-in bridge. And there's a family on the bridge. And there's like the man and the wife and they're staying in there. And then there's like a little kid on the edge, like barely on the bridge yeah like before the handrail starts and so you know how hey, you're people watching and i'm like looking and all of a sudden i think the kid fell off the bridge and i'm like i think i just saw that kid fall off the bridge zane says i don't think so because the couple never reacted and i'm like no that's true i did not the couple did not react But I'm pretty sure. And then Billy's like, I saw something fall too. But I thought I wasn't imagining it. And so we were like, but you can't turn around or anything because there is literally nowhere to turn around. you got to go up miles to turn around. And so we were like debating it. All three of us saw it, but Zane didn't see the kid. He just saw the couple.
1: Yeah. But he
0: saw that they did not react. And I agree with that. They did not react if the kid fell they did not react but billy was like he didn't see the couple but he saw the kid fall mm-hmm. and i was like that is so weird so i i mean i assumed she just fell like on the ground like not in the river because yeah. the handrail wasn't there but we wanted to go back but we couldn't because there was nowhere to turn around so that was weird and what else was weird I got another story I'm not supposed to tell, but I'm going to anyway. Yeah. But let me tell you about my series. hotel real quick. So the hotel has a front door and then it had a back door mm-hmm. and the back door, there was a Creek out there. And then they've got like a gazebo and a hammock and all of this stuff. Right. Yeah. And so, um, but usually when we stay there, we have a private balcony and this one we didn't cause we had adjoining rooms And so it has where you go out and it's like a landing. Mm -hmm. And then there's a set of stairs there and you can walk down to the creek. But out our back doors, there is a walkway that goes straight. And there's two more rooms in front of our room. So it makes like an L shape kind of. Okay, so I was just going to go check out the water. The kids' room was right next to ours and they were just in there. This was like in the evening time when um, you know, we were getting ready to call in a night or whatever. Yeah. They're like relaxing, they've been been swimming or whatever, and so they're just like laid out on the beds relaxing, playing on their phones. So I get up and I'm gonna go check out the creek. And I walk up to my door and look out the window, because each door has a window. Mm-hmm. And um I look, and there's a dude on the steps, and he's, like, facing their room, and um, it was, like, one of those things that, like, you are, like, did I see what I think I saw? Yeah. Like, I think he was looking in their room, which all of them were dressed and everything, but... Not like he just was walking by and glanced in. It looked like he was standing there looking into the room. Yeah. And so um, I like snatched the door open. And then he jumped like he'd been caught. And then he jumped up and he went into one of the rooms across from us. And I was like.
1: Sketchy. So
0: I went and um, I went into their room to pull down their curtain for that window. Because they got like a thick blind. Like you cannot see through it. But theirs won't pull all the way down. It's got, like, four inches at the bottom. Did you get close? And so, I'm like, did I see it? Did I not see it? Was it what I thought it was? I don't know. It was weird. So, every night, I'm, like, super paranoid about making sure this door is locked and all yeah. of that. I was like, I do not like that. The last time I stayed, I slept with the door open. So Yeah. Okay, so this is the story I'm not supposed to tell. But I'm going to tell anyway. I mm-hmm. though I'm going to be in trouble. Alright, so we're driving down the road in the mountains. And the kids are in the back of the truck. And um, Kayla goes, just out the clear blue, this all we here. Don't lick it. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're like, what? <laughs> and then Zane's like, I wasn't licking it. <laughs> And I'm like, what's going on? And Kayla's like, Zane was going to lick his deodorant. (laughs) (laughs) Which there's legitimately no reason Zane would lick his deodorant. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he's not. (laughs) At all special needs or anything. Yeah. He's been wearing deodorant for a long time. Like, (laughs) there's not really a reason he would, but she's like, he was going to lick it. And he's like, I was not going to lick it. (laughs) I was smelling it. And so I guess he brought it up to his nose (laughs) to smell it. (laughs) And she thought he was going to lick it. And so, and she was like, it's no good. And so I'm like, you know this means that we know you licked your deodorant because you said it's no good and you wouldn't know that unless you tasted it <laughs> and she said it's it's not good don't don't lick it And he's like i was not gonna lick it well he gets mad and say so, you know the madder you get the more guilty you look yeah right and so then that makes it really funny so everybody's <laughs> laughing and so um i'm like melanie you be the tiebreaker because she was back there was he licking it? And she said, I ain't seen lick it. I saw him smelling it. And uh he was like, I guess Kayla was looking at him and he was looking at her and he's like, I wasn't licking it and she goes, like kinda quiet. She goes, Why are you lying? <laughs> So, I I cried. I laughed so hard. (laughs) He got mad as hell about it. And then he was like, I better not hear that on the
1: podcast. And I was like. Does he even listen? No, not usually. Exactly.
0: Occasionally. I'm like, well, you better not listen. You better continue to not listen. (laughs) (laughs) Because. So, anyway. I think that was all my exciting. It was an eventful trip. It really was. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a great trip. It was. It was a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. And the kids hiked up. Um, well, Zane and Melanie hiked up this one part of a trail. And there's a plane crash, but you got to get off the trail and get yeah. down another trail. And I ain't feel comfortable with them doing it alone. But um, And my foot was killing me. So I was like, I don't even so, I was like, well, I'll do it a different time. The weather was real rough. Like, it was real wet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not seeing myself sliding down this mountain. Like, Man. like Trini Gibson up here, mm-hmm. sliding down this mountain, and then you just gone. No, I did not see that happening for myself. So, we did not. But... That got us looking it up, and they said there were something like 51 plane crashes in those mountains, and the planes are still there on most of them. What?
1: Like a whole plane. I've only heard of the one. Which one? The one that y'all went to. The Water Rock Knob?
0: Yeah. Okay, so one crashed at Cleanman's Dome. What? But they said occasionally people still find pieces of it, but they did clean that one up. And most of them crashed with like odd circumstances, but there were others. And we, um, we looked them up. We wound up looking them up and there were like 50 something. Oh my goodness. And it's a thing that people do is go to the mountains and hike to plane crashes.
1: Oh my God. I want to do that.
0: And I was like, I I had no idea. I got to do
1: it when I'm less pregnant. I know.
0: (laughs) I was like, that is super interesting. Yeah, But also the craziness of that a whole plane could be just right there and you could not see it.
1: Exactly. That's crazy.
0: I know. And so I was like, oh, that lends a lot of, uh, well, it's kind of scary, yeah, honestly, but it lends a lot of credence to... I mean, a lot of stuff, you know, the stuff people say are in the mountains that nobody sees and everything, but people going missing and never being seen again. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens. Whole plane.